So sometimes things happen in society uh, and in life and I go, mm, I have a large platform where I could talk about this. And I go, oh, people just want me to say funny stories about my dick and stuff like that. Uh, this episode, I'm just, I'm going to tread lightly. I've recorded this podcast twice now and I haven't been happy with what has come out of my mouth because I'm, one, uninformed and two, I don't, I'm a, I am ultimately a very privileged 31-year-old single gay guy who lives in a substantially large apartments, two bedrooms, two bathroom. Do I need that space? No. I earn very good money on a full-time income. I also earn a bit of money on the side from Trish. Uh, this is all at the time of recording. In a year from now, I'll be poor and destitute and living on the street. Uh, you know, like, I, I understand I've got a very, very privileged, I'm very lucky, great family upbringing, no childhood trauma, no issues, nothing within the family that's that's dramatic or... You know, so I've never experienced anything full on. So I don't know the perils of, I don't know the perils of being a a minority. I would say, even though I'm gay, I haven't felt like I've been a minority. I've been very lucky. But it's got me thinking a lot because I think everybody thinks they're a good person. Everyone thinks they're a good person. Um, I watched a speech by Hannah Gatsby recently. Uh, she said something very similar. And I was like, hmm, I would absolutely agree with that. And I've thought that for a while. Does anyone think they're a bad person? No. No one thinks they're a bad person. Everyone thinks they're good. Everyone, uh, the decisions are always justified. And, uh, you know, if you murder someone, there's a justifiable reason in their mind why they murdered somebody. Right? So everyone thinks they're a good person. So how do you fix a problem when there's nobody who's perpetrating the problem, if that makes sense. Oh, no, 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 I'm a good person. I'm, I'm definitely not paying this person less than or I'm definitely not um, a CEO of a bank who's exploiting a lot of um, people. You know, th- no one thinks that. Oh, no, I'm, I'm a good CEO because I'm earning a lot, of, a lot of profit for the shareholders by exploiting the young. Yeah, by bloody exploiting people. Like everyone thinks they're inherently good or they're doing good. And I find that I am exactly the same. I'm like, save the environment, save the environment. And then I'm like, oh, also I'm collecting cosminis that will ultimately be in landfill that will kill the environment. I don't live by what I, I mean, I don't expressly say that I'm environmental. I know I'm not. I don't, mate, I buy water in plastic bottles, bulk water in plastic bottles. That's terrible. I buy plastic bags. I buy spray cans, deodorant, all that shit that, that goes to global warming, climate change, contributing to the demise of society. But then I thought about this and I thought, and this, is, this just sounds like a giant excuse. So we've created a world in which it is unbelievably difficult to be good. It's so hard. And what I mean by that is... I find it almost impossible to eat healthy, right? Now, with a lot of people out there, a lot of vegans, a lot of personal trainers, a lot of health nuts out there that go, nah, it's not. It's actually quite easy. As someone who eats a lot of food and they get hu- that gets hungry a lot and wants to lose weight, it is nearly impossible unless you have an unbelievable amount of self-control and willpower of which I do not have. 
Now, I, I, I say the excuse that I am basically working two full-time jobs. I do the Carrie and Tommy show. I work in radio, filming that, doing that. And then I come home and I do all of my stuff, right? A lot of people are like, that's just a hobby. No, like, it's gone to a point. It's, this feels like two very enjoyable, fun, full-time jobs, of which I do not want to give one up. Um, I can't give up my job that's actually full-time with the radio station because it's, you know, 80% of my income is coming from it. Figured, hopefully, in a few years or in a year, I will be able to make that jump. But at the moment, it feels like I have two full-time jobs. Now, doing two full-time jobs um, that you love, great. It doesn't really feel like work. Like, I can't really complain because I love it. But something has to suffer. Well, I say something has to suffer. Everyone's like, no, nothing has to suffer. You just need to believe. Oh, fuck you. Get fucked. Right? Two full-time jobs. Something has to suffer. All right? And that is my diet and exercise. I sit a lot. My work involves a lot of sitting. I am doing PT and while um, you might look at me and go, well, it's not doing anything, it's actually done so much. I've lost a lot of chunk in my thighs. My butt looks amazing. And I feel so much better and I'm sleeping so much better. So the small change of just getting out and exercising has really helped, right? But I feel like exercising, uh, for me, is an easy change I can make. I can't say the same about someone that has knee issues or, you know, like my mum, she's older, she's got knee and hip issues. She can't just go and walk. She does acrobics, but she can't just go out and do things that other people do, right? So she's got to eat healthy. And so do I. That I find the hardest thing in the history of the world to do. And I've been trying to do it for like three years on and off. When things get too overwhelming, I just give no shits about what I put in my mouth. Dicks! Um, no. Sometimes. Um, <laughs> do you know there's an app called My Calorie Counter and you can put in a load of jizz. Seven calories per load, apparently. That is just so funny. Um, ow, my nipple. Just hit the microphone. Um, right, so here's my reasoning behind why I find it so difficult. And I feel like you can morph what I say into almost... Well, I assume situations, right? I'll give you an example. So I get hungry, right? I can order almost anything on Uber Eats and it gets delivered to my door. I don't even need to get up. Now, when you look at it, I would say some of it is healthy. Most of it is absolute trash. And when you're craving something and it's that easy to do, you do it. No willpower, no self-control. I don't have it. Um, trying to find somewhere to eat that's healthy. Oh my God. When you're at work, when you leave, when you go somewhere, like everything's marketed, grilled healthy burgers. Well, but, oh my God, like, like skinny girl vodka. Come on. Like now everything is being marketed as a superfood or as healthy or as a fad diet 
or is it do this to lose weight, lemon detox, all these options that I could absolutely do, but I know that it's not going to work. I'm going to lose the weight in a week and then I'm going to return to eating normal human food and just completely F shit up and put it all back on. That's why I don't want to do fad dieting. And people are like, well, you just should just, you know, just do a little bit to get your motivation back. Like, no, it, it won't motivate me. It'll make me angry and hungry. And then as soon as I'm like, oh, that's done. Whoa, I lost five kilos. I feel great. Cheese, 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 cheese. Oh, I put on 25 kilos. Um, I just feel like I am surrounded by big neon signs and a lot of unhealthy food. And I feel like we're tricked into buying stuff that we think is healthy. That's why I think I'm healthy. It's like, it's light sour cream. It's no sugar muesli bars. It's like, no, it's not. It's got some other bloody chemical in there. And so I find it nearly impossible. And it was so, I was so happy today to go to my P.O. box. What do I call that? My mailbox. What a wanker. Oh, my God. He can afford a P.O. box. He's so wealthy. Oh, my God. I have two mailboxes. Um, And in it was this. DNA, my DNA is what it's called. This is not sponsored. This is not paid for. This just came at the most crucial time in my life um, that I will happily talk about it. My DNA. So you take a swab and you send it off and they tell you what foods work for your metabolism and what exercise is beneficial to your body shape and type, right? So I haven't got my results back yet because I got the thing in the mail today. I did the swab. I've sent it off. I am desperate to know what the hell will work for me and what won't because nothing seems to be working i eat i've been eating like so much healthier and i'm not losing any weight and then i'm like i wonder if i sleepwalk to the fridge and just binge eat but there's nothing i've got i purposefully don't have anything in the house um anyways so when you look at sort of how hard it is to lose weight, and it's really hard. People who say it's easy, I did it. No, you're tricking yourself. It's not easy. What you did is an incredible achievement. It's so hard. If you've lost weight before, I absolutely applaud what you've done because it's impossible. I struggle so much and I'm always like I'm always doing something and so I don't have time to focus on actually losing the weight. I'm lucky if I get to my PT session once a week. I try for twice. I have noticed a huge difference, not in weight, but in muscle definition and just other health benefits and being able to move in my back. Um, but then I think also, in a way, this is really deep, society has fucked it up for everybody because... Um, I think we're at a point where, um, you know how it's like uh, you shouldn't project, project, um, like for women we're told just because you're stick thin doesn't mean you're beautiful and you can only wear the clothes and blah, 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 blah. And that message is being constantly pushed at women. Yet, Vogue still do things, yet magazines, uh, yeah. Uh, brands will only go with thin bikini models on Instagram. We say that we don't want to project that stereotype to young girls. <laughs> oh, but we do. And I read an article recently about 
twin girls in Russia, I think it was Russia, 14-year-old, severely anorexic, about to die because they went to a modelling agency because they were twins. They were, they were very beautiful. They were athletic and they were thin and they had great bodies. Sounds weird to say to 14-year-old girls. But they were like normal, normal girls, right, who were told that they were too big. But I was like, they look like runners, athletes. Like they, they just, they didn't have what we would call an ounce of fat on them. And in the modeling world, I don't know how to explain this without sounding offensive. They didn't, they were not chunky. Uh, they were not classically model thin. They were, they just, it just was like abs. Like they had a definition. Right, they had a bit of definition. And then the the next photo was them they decided to just not eat, right? And they were just skin on bone. Oh great. Now we will accept you into our modeling agency. No, they're severely anorexic about to die. But that's what the modeling agency wanted from them. <gasps> but why would the modeling agency want that? If the clothing and the products that they uh wanted them to model, didn't request for that, right? And if that request, like, you think of the chain, right? Modeling agency tells girls they're too fat. They're not. They're tiny. They get anorexia. Modeling agency needs models who are thin to fill client briefs. Client briefs requested thin girls because company needs to make a lot of money to market, to make its products appear that they are for thin people because everyone wants to be thin uh, and then it goes up the chain. Budgets need to be made. CEOs uh, want a a shitload of money. Uh, Success is judged on how many times it'll get shared if we go into big Instagram profiles. And it's just like, it's just this ladder. And while CEOs or people in marketing don't think they're contributing to this shit, oh my God, they're the main contributors of this. Um, pressures on employees uh, to make money. Uh, you just look at the banks here in Australia. The the four uh, the four big banks. Yeah, well, are the four? I mean, the banks here are just. I mean, you thought the devil was bad. Oh my god, the people who are running the banks are. Um, I don't want to say scum of the earth. Because I need to just not get angry about it. But I would say a human garbage. They're actual trash. They are disgusting, awful human beings. They place unnecessary pressures on their staff to make large sums of money for the bank because all they want to do is, um, as CEOs, oh, they deny this. All they want to do is get their bedrillion dollar pay packets, their servants pay, and make money for shareholders so it looks like they're an amazing CEO. I mean, they're fucking over the bulk of Australians. They're fucking over their employees. They're making them work under ridiculous conditions, making their employees do the most insane of things, hide terrible decisions, um, approving old people for loans that then get passed on to their family when they die. That Loans that should not be approved are being approved. Why? Because an employee needs to make five... Uh, needs oh, Just unbelievable standards of employees. And you can't say that the bank employee is responsible. Yeah, partially. 
they shouldn't be approving these loans. But they've got such enormous pressure to keep their jobs and to be the best and to earn money because it costs so much money to live these days. Housing prices are ridiculous. The cost of food and living is insane. It's just this whole machine that's out of control. And it's sort of like, well, how do you fix it? And I look at it and go, you can't. Sure, we can um, be environmental, but it costs so much money. And it's that it's also we make things so convenient, so unbelievably convenient. If cars weren't invented, we wouldn't understand the convenience of having a car. We would just have public transport. But now we know what cars do and how convenient they are. They're not going anywhere. Plastic is exactly the same. It's unbelievably cheap and convenient, yet it's destroying the earth. But it's not going anywhere. Uh, Factories in China exploiting their workers. They're not going anywhere. Companies would go out of business. Well, they probably wouldn't. Prices would go up on products. It's interesting because you look at um, the price markups. You, you imagine like Apple, for example. How much money per unit they make, their markup is actually disgusting. It costs like 50 cents to make an iPhone. It costs $1,000. Mm, anyhow, this is such a such a bleak such a bleak episode today. I I just I just you know and people are like oh we need to change. How the fuck do we change? How how? <sighs> Everything is too convenient. I mean, but then you get into the whole legal things and the way uh, other races and genders and sexual preferences and how that's all treated and, and addressed. It's just as bad. And I just, like, I don't understand. How do we as human beings, we've gotten to a point where we think we're good, but we're not. We're so not. It's literally the, probably the worst it's ever been. It's just more diluted. We're just bad in a lot more things. Like back in the 1800s, they didn't have to worry about half the stuff we have to, but their things were so sort of like the, the, the treatment of women, you know, uh, their class system. But that's all they had. That were, the, that were the bad things that they had. These days now, oh, we don't have the class system anymore. Yes, we do. Oh, we don't treat women differently to men. Well, we do. But we, it's so diluted in all the other bad shit that's going on. We just don't think it's a thing. Anyway, I wish I wish I knew a solution. And you can always sit there and go, "Well, you should live live life how you want it to live." I don't know what that means. What is live like? Well, you should shop organically and eat healthy and just be good for the environment. Oh well, if I could, I would. But I want to. Oh God, here we go. 
I know I say this a lot. I don't know why, but I desperately want to buy an apartment. And it's really expensive. And then once I buy an apartment and pay it off, then I don't have to put my money into a mortgage. And then I can probably, definitely, start living a lifestyle where I can buy organic food, where I can use reusable products. Oh, I mean, I could do that now. It's just that convenience of like, oh, I forgot to bring my water bottle. Oh, I'll just buy one. Anyway, this has been a really great, insightful episode. Christians whinging and bitching again. I wonder if I actually, yeah. Anyways, I hope. Great, okay. Anyway, I'm sure the next episode will be fun. (laughs) Oh, dear.